Amen. Good morning. I'm not sure my voice is any better than his now after that uh, waymaker. <clears throat> but he's a waymaker, right? Amen. And I'm surprised he didn't cough in the middle of all that. He's been really coughing a lot. So um, I put together something for you guys. I hope you enjoy it. It won't be very long because how long did we worship? Like three hours. So yeah. Hey, but um, it's been a year. Like he said, it's been a full year. Uh, we had an amazing first year. It's been a fantastic journey. Uh, who feels like they're further along in their spiritual walk than they were this time last year? I know I do. Does anybody feel like they've made any great accomplishments this year? You've done something, you've made a step forward, not a step backward. That's what we want to do, right? Well, I just am so excited to look back and see what the Lord has done this year. Look, we started this church, you guys that were with us then, with basically nothing, right? Like, for real nothing. And just like Abram, when he was living in his home, and, and God said, hey, um, take up your family and, and your livestock and, and go to this place where I'm going to show you. That's kind of what we did. We just picked up our stuff and picked up ourselves, and we went to some place that God showed us because... We didn't really know what we were doing, what we were going into, what, you know, what, we were, what step we were making. We just waited for God to show us, right? I just want to go over a few things that we've done this year. Check this out. Pastor Allen, after 10 years of preaching maybe two messages, has now preached like 50 messages in a year. That's an accomplishment. Look, we've had communion and baptisms here. We've been diving deeper every Wednesday night, for, for those that are here. We had summer camp with a bus, with a bus, and we had winter camp, and we had kids camp. We've had guest speakers. We've had nights of worship and powerful, intense prayer times. We've had family events with movies and, and talent shows and karaoke and picnics. We've celebrated holidays, and, and we've had special meals. We've seen babies be born. We've seen others pass on. And we've celebrated students graduating. We've had bonfires and, and ridden on kayaks and hayrides, and Lord only knows what else shenanigans in our um, small groups that go on away from here. A lot of laughing, Debbie, right? And we've packed shoeboxes, and we've supported missionaries, and we've even gone on mission trips. And most importantly, we have seen people saved and healed and delivered and restored and discipled, number one. I think we're off to a pretty good start, don't you guys? And having a good start is very, very important. But I really want to talk to you today about starting well, because we've already done that. I think we accomplished that. Lots of people start a new project, and they start off real well. And so today, when we come to the end of this first year, I want to talk to you about finishing well. Living life for Christ and seeing our mission through to the end is kind of like a marathon race. You ever run a marathon? Keith. My sister runs marathons, and I've been to watch before, and, 
And the start of a marathon is super impressive. You know, you see all the runners and they line up at the starting gate and they're like 10 across and 100 people deep and they're all packed in there and everybody's trying to find their proper place in line. And, and uh, you know, when they're standing there ready to run, they don't imagine themselves losing like they have in their mind. I'm going to finish this thing when they're starting out. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run 26.2 miles. Isn't that right, Chelsea? And Neil, they all have a desire to finish, and I'm sure they all have a desire to win. And, And none can imagine in their mind that they would drop out when they start. But, you know, as the race goes on and they're running, some people's heads start throbbing, muscles start cramping up, And it doesn't take long before they start dropping out. And our Christian life, our Christian walk is a lot like a marathon. It's a long race. It's not a sprint. But just like the marathon runners, you start out with a positive look on that and you plan to finish well, but sometimes we just don't finish well. And I just wondered, here's the thing, when we're born again, we each one start out with the same equipment, right? It's like each runner, they start out with the same equipment. Each of us in our Christian walk, we start out with the same equipment. We we are convicted of our sins, and then we believe in God's grace by the same grace, the same offering of grace, each one of us. Each one of us were forgiven with the same sacrifice that Jesus made once and for all. He didn't die for one and then one and then one. He died once for all of us. We all start out with that at the beginning. And we are all empowered with the same infilling of the Holy Spirit at the very start. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And so what makes a difference in each of our lives? We start the same... We, we plan to walk our lives from the beginning a certain way. What, what makes some people finish well and some people fall to the wayside? And so I asked God a question. I said, how do we finish well? How do we finish a season well? How do we finish our first year well? How do we finish the entire race well? And I believe the Lord has revealed two things. Two questions that we can ask ourselves. And I want you to ask yourselves these two questions today. First, how well did you train? And then second, how well are you persevering? And if you learn to train well, and you get really trained, then you only have to focus on persevering so that you can finish well. So what about this training We've been doing that this year. First Timothy 4, 7 through 8, it says this, Discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only for, for little profit. But godliness is profitable for all things since it's, it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. 
So training well means that I discipline myself or work diligently to develop certain habits in my life. And you might say, well, what are those habits? Because I want to finish well. I want to know the, the habits. What do I do? And you know, you guys have heard this this whole year. I'm going to go down this list and ask yourself, am I training well? Am I doing the things that it takes to, to discipline myself? Number one, we read the Word. Read God's Word every day. Every day. And then number two, take what you read, apply and obey what you just read, so you can overcome the weaknesses that you face in your life. Are you asking yourself? Number three, I pray daily. Number four, I attend church and worship services and Bible studies and point groups once in a while, once a month. No, faithfully. I attend these services faithfully. It's a training so you can grow. Number five, I seek to discover how God has gifted me, and then I use my gift to support the body of Christ. Number six, I become a faithful tither and giver. That's a big one, right? And by the way, there's a difference in tithing and giving. We're going to talk about that one day real soon but training yourself to become a faithful tither and giver. Number seven, I have a teachable spirit and remain humble even in correction, instruction, and discipline. How many could swallow that? Number eight, I network with other believers to be discipled and to be a disciple. That's, That's one of our goals here, right? right up there on the wall outside that door. And number nine, I develop a habit of sharing my personal testimony and inviting people to come to Christ. If you can do all those three, all of those nine things, you are well trained. And you're ready to persevere. And I think that's what we've been doing at Compass Church this past year. We've been preparing, we've been training for a long haul, because that's what we're in for, a long haul, And we've been laying a solid foundation so that we can begin to persevere. And really, the training never stops. You never stop learning and growing and developing. If you do, you're dead. Training is just the beginning, and it's an ongoing process. But to really finish well, you have to persevere. Did you ever start something, and you had this... uh, you know, perfect plan in your mind. You had this great desire, ambition, and you were just going to do it right this time. Maybe something like organizing your closet or your garage. And I'll just be honest with you, we have this building behind our house. Alan, did you get to look in there yesterday? It's pretty bad. It's a wreck. And at least three times recently, I've gone out there to like clean the thing out. So I pull everything out of the building and lay it all in the grass and I put it in categories. This is tools. This is homeschool stuff. And and I throw away the trash. I get it all ready to put back in there. You know, I've got this idea. And then I get hungry 
And I go in and, and I get a sandwich. And then when I come back, I'm like, no, nah. uh-uh. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot to get boxes. And I look, and, and there's not enough shelf room in there. I forgot to buy an extra shelf. And, and, and it, nobody's helping me. And, and it's like 100 degrees out here. I'm hot. And I just grab it all and throw it back in there. Because I didn't prepare well. I did not prepare myself for the task that I was about to start, right? You've done that. I'm not the only one. Yeah. And then suddenly my desire, my ambition turns into discouragement. And I, and I start to criticize myself and even like scold myself. Why did you even start that? Right? And that's when I realized that I wasn't prepared. How many know that throwing the junk back in the building is not really an option in your Christian walk? Perseverance is the act of steadfast, patiently persisting to continue unswervingly and to adhere to firmly as we grow in our Christian faith. Perseverance is just sticking to it, right? And I think of all the Christian habits or traits, I think perseverance is probably the, the hardest one to continue, the most difficult to develop. When, when a runner is running a marathon, they reach a point where they hit the wall. Heard this term, hitting the wall. Neil, is that right? Hit the wall. And that's the point in the race at some point. You are so exhausted. Every muscle in your body is screaming and your brain just shuts down and, and, and your mouth is dry and you can't take one more step. You feel like, I'm going to die. And, and physically, you just want to quit. And I think there's times in our Christian walk where we hit the wall. I think hitting the wall can look something like this. I've prayed and I've talked to God about my temper for years and nothing changes. Forget it. I've prayed for years for God to change my spouse. And I'm in this unhappy marriage. I just need to get out. Or I have prayed about this debt that I got myself into for all this time, and here I am still in debt. Or I'm discouraged by you fill in the blank. What drags you down? What gets you discouraged? That's hitting the wall. And we can become weary and, and let our past failures let us hit a wall or just fear of the future or, or fear of failure. Let those things distract us. But how we behave when we're tempted to quit will make all the difference between winning and losing. Now as for Compass Church, we've had a great start. But now it's time to persevere. We've laid a good foundation. We've all been trained. Now it's time to run away our race. And we run so one day we can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enjoy the joy 
of your master. And so today's short message is really simple. Whatever your struggle, whatever you're going through, whatever you're trying to overcome, think of that thing. Don't quit. If you've tried and you failed before, get back up and start over. God wants to give you a fresh start. And commit that struggle to God. Give it to Him. Ask Him really to carry you for a little while. If you feel so weary, just say, God, I can't do it. Carry me for a little while. But don't quit. Don't give up. Keep on training yourself and then learn to persevere. And one day, just like the Apostle Paul, when he got to the end of his race, he said, I have fought the good fight and I've finished the race and I've kept the faith. And just remember Galatians 6, 9 in this coming year. Let us not grow weary in doing what is right. For we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. I'm not giving up. You guys giving up? We got another good year ahead of us. It's been a good one, but now it's time to dig in. It's time to persevere. It's time to go after the vision that's been planted here. It's time to fulfill the mission. Are you guys on board? I'm excited. Let's pray. Father, we thank You, Lord, for this church. I thank You for the people in this church, each and every one. Struggling all, Lord. Weakness and all. Things that keep us down, keep us bound. Lord, we just bind those things in the name of Jesus today. And we commit to continue to train. We commit, Lord, to continue to learn and grow and develop because our goal is to finish well. Our goal is to persevere. And we will not give up. Not in this church, not in our personal life, not in anything that we try to do. Lord, we commit to persevere and finish well. Lord, I thank you for each and every person in this room. I thank you for every life that's touched by this place. And I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to just be a part of Compass Church. It's been an amazing year, and Lord, we have expectation. Expectation for the next year. To be ten times more exciting, more fruitful. Lord, let us step into the things that you would have us to do this next year. Thank you for placing us here and each and every person that's here. We honor and glorify your name. And we thank you for our happy new year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just wanted to take a second and look at this place. Look at the worship team. Look at the kids. Look at this room. You guys are so responsible for all of that in their lives. And this whole church couldn't be possible without you. And so just give yourself a round of applause. But I want to take a second and thank two people that um, wouldn't take any credit for themselves. Because this church wouldn't be possible without our pastors. And so they do more than any of us even realize behind the scenes every day, all day, every day. <laughs> and so um, I just want to take a second and say thank you for the work that you put into the church 24-7 and all the lives that you've affected because of it. And I'm sure that everyone else feels the same way because 
compass wouldn't be compass without our pastors. So let's just give a big compass. Thank you.